Howdy, and welcome to this bonus episode of Wise About Texas. This is your host, Ken Wise, and we got a fun little bonus for you today. When uh, I was growing up in the 70s, one of our normal family trips was to Colorado, and we would always spend the first night in Amarillo and go to eat at the Big Texan Steak Ranch, which is probably well-known to most of the listeners of this podcast. Um, It's a very, uh, I don't know how to even describe it. It's a tourist attraction restaurant arcade fun place bar it's all of those things it's a great place and it's a great texas tradition to stop there and so uh, a buddy of mine and i were headed to colorado in early june we stopped there and we're eating and somebody was setting up for the 72 ounce steak challenge so they've had this challenge for many many years and the deal is if you can eat a 72 ounce steak that's four and a half pounds for those of you at home and uh a shrimp cocktail and a, a roll and a baked potato and maybe a couple other things then you get the meal for free so it's one of these food challenges a lot of places around the country have them but i don't know that any has uh, a 72 ounce steak and certainly uh, has not been not the track record of the big texan steak ranch this uh, challenge has been around ever since i've been going for the past uh, probably almost 50 years now I even tried the challenge when I was in college in the 80s and failed miserably. I got, uh, as I recall, I got the sides eaten in most of the steak, but there was plenty of steak left, and uh, I just couldn't do it. So a buddy of mine and and I are sitting there, and this guy comes in, and he sets up a camera, and they have a little stage on the first floor of the restaurant where the people that are taking the challenge go up and eat on the stage, and so you got the added pressure of everybody watching you, and they make a big deal about it, and they announce it, and all that and he's setting up this camera and he's getting and this guy's really fit and lean and i thought well you know he's going to film himself just uh, failing miserable miserably well you know what we saw we saw the second fastest completion of the 72 ounce steak challenge in history and so if you love driving around texas and you love the tradition of the big texan steak ranch then you have to feel like I felt, which is that I was there to witness a little piece of Texas history. So I went down there and met the gentleman. His name is James Webb. He's from Sydney, Australia. He is a professional eater. He is the number 10 ranked professional eater in the world. The organization that ranks him is Major League Eating. And and most of the listeners will probably recognize the July 4th Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest that occurs in New York. Uh, every July 4th. James went on to compete in that contest this year and finished a solid third. He is the number one competitive eater from Australia and number 10 in the world. So I got in touch with James and I uh, just had to get him on the podcast since he himself made Texas history. So uh, please enjoy this interview with professional eater James Webb. James Webb, welcome to Wise About Texas. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on the podcast. Well, I got to start by saying that uh, this interview is taking place shortly after you just completed another eating challenge in Las Vegas, Nevada. So tell tell us, before we get into talking about your background, tell us what the eating challenge was that you just finished. Firstly, excuse the leftover buffalo sauce on my white t-shirt. Rookie <laughs> That's error, quite okay. wearing, 
yeah, rookie era wearing a white t-shirt to a, a food challenge that contains a lot of sauce. But um, look, I made it to Las Vegas eventually. And um, I today I took on the Mr. Fries Man. It's called a fry box. So basically, they're normal. They're known for loaded fries. Obviously, they do a bunch of different loaded fries. But they have four signature flavors. Um, the bacon loaded fries, the shrimp loaded fries, the buffalo chicken loaded fries, and then the shrimp and steak loaded fries. Basically, they put all four in a pizza box, bit of cheese sauce, bit of extra sauce, bit of extra fries, give you 10 minutes. Um, if you complete it, um, you get it for free and a, and a crisp high five. If you don't complete it, you pay full price, 55 bucks, clean up your mess and go home. But um, the record was 8 minutes 21 and I managed to get it down in 4 minutes 50. Wow. Congratulations. That's incredible. But, so thank you. you just a quick five-pound breakfast. Golly, that's amazing. Well, way to go. Well, thanks for uh, – I'm, I'm shocked you're even able to do this interview, but thank you very much for doing it. Uh, obviously, uh, by your accent, the listeners can tell you're not a native Texan. Tell us your background and where you're from. Yeah, look, so I'm born and bred in Australia, but my mother is from Croatia and my dad's from England. So I don't look Australian at all. I may sound Australian, but um, look, I'm that Aussie uh, taking on America, uh, just me and my cameras and my backpack, traveling around, doing some food challenges, doing some contests and um, mixing it with the big boys. That's great. Now, you're, you are uh, a competitive eater, which is really the food challenges is part of it, but also the eating contest, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, and it's my understanding you are the number 10 ranked competitive eater in the world. Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty crazy when you say it back to me like that. But yeah, I'm uh, ranked number 10 in the world. And, and so that would make you, uh, based on my research, and the organization's called Major League Eating that does these rankings. Uh, you're the number one Australian competitive eater, correct? Or is that yes, that, it's even crazier when you say it out loud. But yeah, <laughs> honestly, um, so I'm ranked number one in Australia, number ten in the world. Um, yeah, it's it's mental when you when you think about it. Well, how did you get into competitive eating? How does one discover that and become an eater? Look, to be honest, it was a bit of an accident. I've always loved food. Don't get me wrong. I come from an ethnic house always loved my food. Um, I was a pretty, pretty fat kid growing up because my mother loved to cook. So I always enjoyed meals, always enjoyed leftovers. Um, but maybe two years ago, May, 2021. So, you know, a little over two years ago now, I went to a famous, uh, bar in Australia just for lunch with my fiance. And on the wall, they had a photo of a burger and it looked fake. It looked like Photoshop. Turns out it was Australia's biggest burger. And me being the goofball that I am, I'm like, can I eat that? They're like, you can try. You know, <laughs> 55 people have tried, 55 people have failed. I'm like, okay. So I sat there, ate this burger, enjoyed my lunch, got a free meal. Um, carried on with my day. We went, me and my fiance went on a bit of a day trip, went, drove around. That night I was on the national news. Um the owner of the bar actually recorded the whole thing because I wasn't really into social media. Yeah, I took a photo of this big burger for like, you know, a bit of a memento, but I wasn't into the whole content creation, social media life. The owner took a video of me uh, eating this burger, just casually eating, by the way, like nothing crazy. Um, he sent it to the local newspaper. The local newspaper thought it was amazing. Sent it to the biggest news channel in Australia. So 
I was broadcasted across the news. Wow. And um, obviously people watch the news. It turns out there's a, like a secret society of competitive eaters. And <laughs> eating, eating big meals is a thing. So a few of them reached out to me and said, hey, man, like, you're crazy. We want to meet you sort of thing. I'm like, okay, cool. So um, they invited me to a burger contest. Um, this was on a Sunday. They invited me to a burger contest on a Thursday. So me being me, I turned up after work, you know, thinking it's going to be fun, whatever. Turns out I end up winning the burger contest and shocked these guys like in the flesh. They're like, man, you got a talent. Like you got to keep doing this. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. So then they uh, invited me to their Facebook group. There's literally a little community in Australia of 50 competitive eaters, like professional competitive eaters. They basically gave me a list of food challenges and said, here you go. <laughs> me being me being the, the fool that I am, every day after work for the next two weeks, I'm just like, I'm going to go do a food challenge like for a bit of fun. Two weeks later, I ate dinner for free every night of the week because when you complete it, you get it for free, right? So two weeks had passed and I um, ate dinner for free for two weeks, had a bit of a joke along the way, and then it kind of all escalated from there. Um, lockdown. So COVID lockdown happened in Sydney, Australia. We couldn't do much, couldn't go to work. So my fiance said, let's make TikTok and, you know, let's just make some fun. Like, what else are we going to do sort of thing? So we started making TikTok videos of me eating because I love to cook. So I started cooking some like, you know, novelty size meals. And um, the video started getting hundreds of thousands of views. And my exposure just skyrocketed. And um, before you know it, during lockdown, I had catering companies and restaurants that were still operating, sending me food to my house to make a video eating their food and just give them a shout out. So, you know, me and my fiance started creating some content. I started gaining a following and building a platform. And then after lockdown, when I returned to work, I started skipping out on my lunch break and doing food challenges and making videos. And um, soon enough, I was making more money from social media marketing and food challenges than my full-time job. Wow. And then um, I got contacted by the MLE because one of the MLE people is actually an Australian, like one of the people in the head office in the hierarchy He's actually Australian. Um, he married an American. He's been here for 25 plus years. But he said it would be great to have an Aussie try and compete in America. No one's ever done it. Obviously used a little bit more, uh, you know, colorful language to try and spur me on. <laughs> to, like, give me up. Um, me being me, I'm like, to my fiance, you want to go for a holiday to America? Like, you want to go do some food challenges in America? She's like, yeah, why not? So March of 2022, I went to my boss and I said, I want to take two weeks holidays. I want to go to America and compete. He said, no. I said, okay, here's my resignation. So I quit my job. <laughs> you were me committed at that point. Yeah, well, look, uh, me and my fiance, she said, look, you're obviously good at this. You've obviously been given a great opportunity. Um, Let's explore, you know, and like anything, unless you give it 100% and go all in, it's not worth pursuing because you only get out what you put in, right? And she said, if you're good enough, you're going to make something of this. So I've had Kate's backing from day one. 
And um, I quit my job. We packed our bags, spent 10 days in America, and never looked back. Wow, that's a great story. So you're in, and it's, and you're still on the rise. What it, I've got to ask you this: How do you prepare for one of these food challenges? I mean, do you just show up and do it, or? So look, a, a restaurant food challenge, yeah, because basically a restaurant food challenge, there's nothing official about it. Like it's not a world record; it's a restaurant record. You're mainly doing it for social media content, making a cool video, trying to get those views. You know. And obviously, like we take it seriously, we, we still want to win, but um, that's the that's the novelty, that's the the marketing, that's the cool side to what we do. Making cool videos, getting to find cool places to eat, smashing a bunch of food. So those ones I don't really prepare for. I just make sure I drink a bunch of water so I'm hydrated, because during a food challenge, you know, you're eating pizzas, burgers, fries. A lot of it's like nachos, burritos quite salty you get quite thirsty so on the bigger ones you don't want to waste time drinking and fill up on fluids you want to eat obviously so a couple hours before i make sure i'm well hydrated nothing major my normal routine i wake up i train every morning regardless so like today wake up hit the gym hit a food challenge now we are chatting so i kind of just slot in the food challenges with my day but with a contest especially especially in the MLE because it is the big leagues. You're mixing it with the big boys. They take it very seriously. There's very serious prize money up for grabs. There's, you know, big exposure, big kudos, big everything involved with the MLE. They're the biggest eating organization in the world. So to prepare for a, especially an MLE contest, the night before a contest, I go to the buffet. Um, I'll eat until I cannot walk, stretch my stomach, um, so before Nathan's, my ritual is I go to a, like, it just a, happens how it is. I go to a Brazilian barbecue, like a churrasco, smash the Brazilian meat, the salads, the side dishes, the potatoes for about two to three hours. Let my stomach stretch. Um, drink about a liter of water before I sleep, wake up, hit the gym, make sure I hydrate well. And then, so I'm fasted and stretched for the food challenge, well hydrated. And then I turn up to the contest and give it everything I've got. So you you mentioned the word fasted. So you want to be you want to feel hungry when you go into one of these challenges or contests. Correct. You want to be um, look. You want to be starving. You want to be hydrated, but you don't want to be too starving. You can't function. So there's this point where you get really lethargic, weak, kind of foggy. You don't want to be at that point because, believe it or not, there is some strategy to what we do. Um, you've got to use certain techniques or strategize how you're going to take down the challenge. And in America, you guys are crazy. Your food contests go for between eight and ten minutes. That's mental. In Australia, our longest contest is like four minutes. So to come here and you've got to eat for eight to ten minutes, like full blast, your mind has to be there too. Because, look, I don't condone this, but we dip hot dog buns in fluid to get them soggy, to get them down quicker. It's not very delicious. It's not very tasty. You don't want to do it. Your brain tells you, what the hell are you doing to me? <laughs> but the other side of your brain is like, keep going full faster, you know? Yeah. So you really got to be on your game. You got to concentrate. You got to strategize. And to be honest, with what we do, a lot of it is mental. It's a mental game too. 
Okay, well, uh, before we get to Nathan's, I want to talk about what got you on the con- on the podcast. So uh, the listeners have seen a picture of you and I taken in June at, in Amarillo, Texas, at the Big Texas Steak Ranch, where I happened to be eating with a buddy of mine on our way to Colorado, as we always do. We always stop there, and we always laugh because people, they have the Big Texan Steak Challenge, where you have one hour to eat a 72-ounce steak, which looks like a roast, and... Uh, a salad, a shrimp cocktail, rolls, and some, I think a baked potato, if I'm right. And uh, you were setting up cameras and you were about to do the challenge. And and I looked down there and I thought, okay, that guy's going to film himself. Uh, But he's in good, he's in great shape, obviously, but he's way too skinny and there's no way he's going to make this. And then about three minutes after you start, my buddy goes, hey, that guy's almost finished. And we looked down and you were almost finished. So, And of course you finished it in six and a half, minute six minutes 28 seconds which is the second all-time fastest that that challenge has ever been completed and so we knew then we were witnessing texas history and so i i walked down there and met you you were very nice and uh and we had a little chat and then i thought well i've got to get him on the podcast after you finished a strong third in the fourth of july nathan's hot dog eating contest and so here you are so i want to talk about that big big texan steak ranch how did you find out about that challenge so look, the uh, Amarillo Big Texan is actually, um, it's very famous. Um, if you're a competitive eater, even if you're not, you know, especially if you're an, actually, you know what, let me start again. If you're Australian, you know of this Big Texan, but you have no idea where Amarillo is or what Amarillo <laughs> is or even what the Big Texan actually entails. I'll start by saying that. If you're a competitive eater, that 72-ounce steak is one of the grail challenges. Like a lot of famous eaters, YouTubers, competitive eaters, influencers have been there to eat this steak. Um, They've had over 10,000 people attempt this challenge. It's one of the longest standing food challenges ever. It's iconic. So, of course, someone like me, I'm going to know about it. Um, I've seen videos, I've been told about it. I've seen their Instagram. Um, that still didn't prepare me. I didn't know what I was in for a boy from Western Sydney, Australia. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to Amarillo, not realizing where it is, how far away it is. Like, it's just different. And, um, when I arrived in Amarillo, I see this big, well, first I saw on the highway, the big, um, the billboards talking about this big Texan. I'm like, this is nuts. Get to Amarillo, you see this big yellow thing. And I'm like, okay, pull into the car park. Literally, finding a car park spot on a Friday was like an arm wrestle. I'm like, okay, this place is cool. Get out (laughs) of the car, the line's out the door. I'm like, what is going on? Get my, obviously, get my camera out, film this thing from start to finish make my way to the front and say, hey, I'm here for the food challenge. And that's where everything changes. You know, they go, take five minutes, go look around, we'll set you up. Now, in Australia especially, there's no way you're getting a stage to eat a food challenge at on a Friday night in a restaurant. At this point, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. They're like, just let us set up over there for you. I'm thinking they're going to like, you know, set me up in a corner, like out of the way or something like this. Oh no, you're front and center. Within 10 minutes, 
the whole, you know, three quarters of the restaurant and all the staff knew what I was there for, gave me a seat at the table and they're like, how do you like your steak cooked? What do you want to drink? Meanwhile, there's like a hundred people in the line waiting for their dinner. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, um, here goes. So I gave them my order. I sat at the table. Like you said, I set up my cameras. A few people are like, you know, what do you think you're doing? Like, do you know what you're about to get yourself into sort of thing? And I'm like, man, I'm Jay Webby. I'm from Australia. I've come this far. It's too late to turn back now. And um, look, you witnessed the rest. I just yeah, it was, did my thing. It was amazing. I got to say, it was amazing to see. What, uh, so how did you order the steak? Medium. So medium. I, I like my steak medium rare. Um, if I'm going to sit there and, you know, be civilized and sensible, you know, maybe have a side of peppercorn sauce, some seeded mustard, you know, enjoy it. But um, look, in Australia, they have a problem cooking steak. And most of the time, you order medium rare, it comes out medium or medium well. So I wasn't sure with such a big steak, do you Americans actually know how to cook a steak? <laughs> so I ordered medium just to be safe because you don't want to be eating a raw or well, too well done steak for a food challenge. But let me tell you, this steak was cooked medium from end to end. It was delicious. Well, that's, that's a feat unto itself, given the size and thickness of that steak. Okay, here's what everybody wants to know. How did you complete it? What is the technique? And especially, how did you do it so quickly? All right. So, look, I need to preface this. Um, with food challenges, there's two ways. Now, some food challenges are literally all about, because of the, the associated, I guess, Look, some food challenges have money at stake, prize money, you know, serious records. So when there's money on the line, you take it seriously and you kind of hell for leather, you go for broke, no holds bar, there's no cutlery, you're just going like a caveman, bare hands and all, right? But with YouTube, making social media content, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, making content, you take into consideration your surroundings. So, look, I was at the Big Texan in Amarillo. I saw very quickly it's an iconic restaurant. It's a local hotspot. You look at the people in the restaurant. There was families. There was children, parents, grandparents, a lot of adults. Um, I didn't want to I didn't want to be that guy. Um, I know a few competitive eaters have gone kind of hell for leather, full hands, caveman style, eating the steak like a pizza. Um, look, I was there to make a cool video for my social media channels, obviously take part in a very prestigious food challenge, give it my best shot, of course. But I didn't want to cross that line of being that grubby Australian. It wasn't the time or the place. So I attacked it with a knife and fork. I ate it as quick as I could, as civilized as I could. I tried to find that balance because of the setting I was in. It wasn't a food contest. I didn't feel like it was the right setting to kind of pick up a 72-ounce steak and hoof it down like a pizza. Um, I wanted to enjoy the moment. I wanted everyone at the restaurant to enjoy the moment. And also, the way this restaurant, how it really interests me, they have multiple people sitting at the table at a time attempting the challenge. And I had three fellas with me that weren't competitive eaters. 
they were doing it, you know, a boys' night out as a bit of a laugh. I didn't want to throw them off their meal. So I didn't want to be that grub. I didn't want to take it to that level. So I just ate it with a knife and fork as quickly as I could, as civilized as I could. And um, to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to the clock. I just wanted to give it, look, when you're eating with a knife and fork, it does get, like it slows you down. It gets a little difficult. So I was just doing my best. Then when they tell me you're the second fastest time, I'm like, wow, okay, I'll take that. Like good effort, Jimmy, you know what I mean? But um, I'm very glad I made that decision because, you know, people like yourself afterwards, you came down to chat to me. Um, the people at the table were very intrigued in what I did. I was there for maybe one and a half, almost two hours chatting and taking photos with people because they could appreciate what I do. They weren't disgusted. They weren't turned off. They definitely weren't turned off their meal, which was my goal in the end. So I kind of went with a civilized technique to answer your question. Well, that, that was nice of you, but unnecessary because half of us eat with our hands anyway. But uh, <laughs> that's great. So what I did notice that you were taking very large bites, and I thought I saw you eating steak and potato at the same time. Is that how you did it? I mean, what, what's, the, what's the trick to, yeah. to completing okay. a challenge so like that? With a steak, it's obviously one of the most chewiest challenges that we're going to do. And with competitive eating, the aim of the game is actually to minimize chewing. So a lot of look, a lot of competitive eaters, it goes two ways. They take small fast bites or large, like bigger damaging bites. So I feel like maybe because I have a fat head, my chews do more damage. So I bite off more and do like two or three really big chews and swallow. Some of the other guys will bite off less, do five really quickly chews and then swallow. I just find the bigger more damaging bites work for me. And then you use your side dishes to kind of mix up the flavor. So eating a 72-ounce steak, that's a lot of steak. Um, it's very meaty, very very flavorsome, very rich. Your taste buds kind of like, dude, like slow down. So you kind of use different things to mix up the flavor in your mouth. So you can keep your taste buds and the saliva keep going so you can get it down faster. So yeah, I would mix up the salad, well, I put ketchup at one point just to mix up the flavors. I use the potato. I use my drink. I use the shrimp just to mix up the flavors in my mouth and keep my taste buds, I guess, alert. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the trick to completing a 72-ounce steak challenge. Okay, before we go, I want you finish the, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, the, the maybe the most famous eating contest in the world every July 4th up at, in New New York, right? And uh, you were finished third behind the number one and two ranked eaters in the world, Joey Chestnut and Jeff Esper, I believe is his name. It was an amazing performance. The commentators were talking about you more than anybody else. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about that contest experience. Look, I think when I can find words, it's the only way to describe it is amazing. Um. In Australia, we always hear about all oh, these hot dog contests, but it's not really a big deal. Like, we don't wake up, watch it, stop our day, stop our week to watch this hot dog contest. But as I'm learning about the American way, you guys take things very seriously. You take any form of entertainment and you take it to that next level. So when I started eating in America, I very, very quickly realized that Nathan's 
is the grail. It's like the Super Bowl. And look, like anyone who's competitive, you want to compete with the best on the biggest stage. So to qualify, to be the only Aussie to qualify for Nathan's is unbelievable in itself. To place third, again, speechless. That's a crazy achievement. To match it neck and neck with Jeff Esper for the best part of nine minutes. For the number two eater to only beat me by two hot dogs. For him to shake my hand after the contest. And for Joey Chestnut, even though he wiped the floor with all of us, to come and shake my hand after the contest. That leaves someone like me absolutely speechless. Like all I can say, thank you. And it's amazing. Um, honestly, it's even put competitive eating in Australia on the map. My friends back home have said, dude, you're all over the news. Like everyone's hearing about this hot dog contest. Everyone's hearing about this Aussie coming third, mixing it with the big boys, you know? So honestly, amazing, full stop, exclamation mark. That's the best way to describe that whole experience. Well, I have no doubt you're, you're uh, poised for it to move up the chain a little bit because uh, you really put on a good performance. Um, let me ask you a couple of quick questions. What's the hardest challenge you've ever done and what's the easiest challenge you've ever done? Okay, look, the easiest one, I've demolished a couple of burgers in like one or two minutes. One or two kilo burgers, they go down like butter, very easy. Um. The hardest challenges are the ones where they're pushing five to six kilos, 10 to 12 pounds. I actually attempted a 10 kilo cheeseburger um, with two kilos on top of cheese sauce and I got eight and a half kilos in. I've also attempted a 20 pound mixture of burgers and fries. Again, okay. impossible, but attempted. I got three quarters of the way on both challenges. They're the hardest purely based on the, the total weight. I mean, for one person to try and eat 20 pounds of food, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's insane. Um, so what is it about, uh, we're almost out of time, but what is it about you? I mean, is there some anatomical, have a larger stomach than normal people? What, what is it that allows you to do this, do you think? Well, firstly... Me as a person, I don't take myself too seriously. So I'll try anything once. You know, I eat in front of a camera. I set up my cameras in a restaurant in peak hour like you've seen. Um, I love food. So that's me as a person. But to be a competitive eater, you've got to love food. Um, you've got to be able to push it. Look, there is some form of athletic ability. We do stretch our stomachs. We do have to eat a lot of food. We do have to train. So you've got to have that competitive and disciplinarian kind of way about you. You've got to want to win. You've got to want to be a little bit uncomfortable. You've got to be willing to try new things. I think that's the best three things about being a competitive eater. A, we're all competitive. So within the good spirits, we all want to win. B, none of us take ourselves seriously so we can have a laugh before and after the contest, have some banter, go do some food challenges together. Have a good laugh. Get some sauce all over our T-shirt, you know? <laughs> and then the third part, because we understand what it takes, there's no judgment. 
We know we've got to eat a lot, stretch our stomachs. You know, we hang out at buffets. None of this fine dining, you know, bougie <laughs> kind of meals. We're down for those cheap eats, good food, have a laugh. They're the three top things, I think. All right. Well, um, tell us uh, tell us what's up next and give us tell us how we can find you uh, on the internet. Tell us your social media and all that. How do we follow you? You are the official competitive eater of the Wise About Texas podcast. So uh, tell us how to find you. I appreciate that. Thank you. So look, um, I'm in America for the next two weeks still. So you can follow my journey, uh, Jay Webby Can Eat. Uh, that's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, I'll be posting up my locations, but I'm in Vegas at the moment. Um, I'm going to take on some really famous things. Uh, tonight's going to be chilled one, but tomorrow I'm taking on 134 cereal, different cereals in a bowl at Cereal Killers. Monday's going to be Heart Attack Grill, a 20,000 calorie burger. So if you're down to see some cool, funny, lighthearted stuff, or just some hot spots to go and eat, JWebby can eat on all social media platforms. And I'll be in America for the next two weeks. If you have any suggestions, Las Vegas or LA, keep me up, man. All right. Well, James, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, come on to the podcast. Congratulations again on Nathan's and uh, big congratulations on the 72 ounce steak challenge in Amarillo, Texas. That was amazing to watch and it was great to meet you. And I'm, I'm glad to get to chat with you. Ken, thank you, sir. It's an honor to talk with you, to meet you, and be a part of this podcast. Um, Texas, they treated me so unbelievably well, and I really appreciate you guys. Everyone in Texas, I'll be back soon, and Ken, hopefully I'll see you soon, my friend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing a meal with you. Well, there you have it, folks. James Webb, the official professional eater of the Wise About Texas podcast. Uh, you can find him on social media at jwebby, W-E-B-B-Y, can eat. J. Webby can eat and uh, get on his Instagram and you can see him uh, absolutely take down some of the wildest food challenges you've ever seen. The Big Texan Steak Ranch is in Amarillo, Texas, and the billboards start dozens of miles in advance of Amarillo, either direction, any direction you're coming from. So go there and uh, maybe you can take on the 72 ounce steak challenge. Good luck and uh, certainly encourage you to try. Thanks a lot for joining Wise About Texas for this bonus episode. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Wise About Texas. And if you want to support the preservation and promotion of Texas history, go to patreon.com slash wiseabouttexas. I want to make a special dedication at the end of this episode to Meg and Charles Forrester in Houston, Texas. Good friends of mine. And Meg and Charles have dined with me multiple times at the Big Texan Steak Ranch. Love y'all, and we'll see you soon. Until next time, go out and do something for Texas today. God bless Texas, and we'll see you down the road. <laughs>